Hello, everybody. Welcome to 2020 and the Goldie on Ice podcast. I am Steve Goldstein, television play-by-play broadcaster for the Florida Panthers. We are now more than halfway through the season. And uh, thanks for tuning in, listening, subscribing, telling people everything you do, downloading here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. Our producer is Brett Markowitz. Would not be possible without him. Would not be possible without our sponsors. We'll hear from them in a little while. But uh, sides, a charitable foundation, a 501c3 that raises money for pediatric cancer, a wonderful cause. Also got Ken Morris and his uh, real estate group. Uh, really fully encompassing. So Ken and his family, great story about Ken. His wife back in the day actually worked for the Hartford Whalers. Could you believe that? So a uh, big time hockey, uh, hockey folks, Orion and his management company and uh, one-on-one concierge there for all your needs as well. So with that, let's get into it. The Panthers, it has been a very interesting season for this team. So many different facets to it. We'll start with the Really explosion of Jonathan Huberdeau. Um, since his Achilles injury some years ago, he has not missed the game. He is one of about 20 players in the NHL to be averaging more than a point a game over that stretch. And from the start of last year into this year, Huberdeau is just, um, you know, at age 25 and 26, sometimes it takes a little bit of time. And in years seven and eight of his NHL career, he has just become an impact uh, you know, top quality elite first line playmaker in the league. Uh, his assists are unbelievable. The stuff that he sees, the precision of his passing. I can't even, can't even name how many times this year Huberdo has made a bad pass. That wasn't just in great position for a line mate. And it makes, it's really no surprise that almost whoever he plays with is able to score some goals on this team. This team has top end talent, so whether he was on that Trocheck line setting up Nolachari for four of his six back-to-back hat-trick goals or now back with Dadnoff, who's been the beneficiary of a number of those passes, Mike Hoffman on the power play, uh, good for Huberdeau, you know, and it's great to see him um, want to be a Panther, love being a Panther when his contract is up, which still has a few years left, by the way, um, you know, has already said he wants to stay with the Panthers and Obviously, the commitment Panthers ownership has made here over the last, you know, handful of years. Uh, there's no question in my mind that if things stay the way they are, um, Jonathan Huberdeau and Alexander Barkov will probably be here forever. Um, and that would be a great thing. Of course, the goal is to make the playoffs. The goal is to do something once you get to the playoffs. And hopefully that's where this team is trending. You know, they've they played right at that playoff, you know, bubble pace. Uh, they've been in and out of a spot. The good news is the rest of the season here, they're not in need of a seven-game winning streak, an eight-game winning streak in order to make it. They're trending right around that line. Uh, obviously, from a consistency standpoint, from a you know all-out relentless, is what Joel Quenville called it after one of the recent games, um, from that standpoint, they need to be better. They need to treat every game like it's the last game. Um, they've also played a very difficult schedule, but Hey, you know, the schedule is what it is. I'm not a big, uh, excuse person on back to backs, which by the way, they've been very good in the second of back to backs. Um, so there's a lot to like about this team right now. There really is, uh, still trying to clean it up defensively. There is no question about that. Um, Chris Drieger has been a wonderful find. 
Uh, the guy is 5-2 and two now, and really no moment seems too big for him. He's very calm in net, and, you know, it was amazing that he was able to win games in Carolina and Pittsburgh, two places. The Panthers basically never win, and it wasn't a case where he was the benefactor of you know, everything going well in front of him. He was excellent in those games. Um, Pittsburgh, the team played very well, but he made the saves when he had to, and there were some great chances, you know, stopping Evgeny Malkin a couple of times on power play shots. So uh, there's a lot to like about Trieger, and if Sergei Bobrovsky, you know, gets going over the last, you know, 10 weeks of the season, the way he just he has in his career, uh, I think it's a no-brainer where this team is going to be heading, and boy, wouldn't it be something if – they're able to beat out Toronto, get the third spot, and it would be a matchup with the Tampa Bay Lightning finally in the first round of the playoffs. That's way down the road. Absolutely nothing guaranteed for this team. Um, but certainly, the way they've played of late when they're on, there's a lot to like about them. If they can get more consistent and bring close to that more often than they have. And that's really the bottom line. So, uh, the game against Toronto was great. It was a super crowd. They score eight goals. Um, they've only done that eight times in franchise history, eight or more. So that was great to see, just an explosion. Mike Hoffman is heating up now, and they really came to play in that game. Uh, it was very encouraging to see them have the balance and come up in a big game. You know, a lot of these four-point games they've had against teams ahead of them, you know, they haven't – they haven't matched the intensity. They haven't matched the competitive nature that's needed to win those games. And certainly in this game, uh, they did it, and they did it in a big way. So that was that was really great to see. Uh, it's time to also give, you know, the Panthers pro scouting a little bit of credit with Drieger doing what he's doing and Dominic Toninato stepping in and kind of stabilizing what is now the third line with Vetrano and, and uh, Hoffman. And, hey, there's nothing flashy. There's no... You know, huge impact offensively that Dominic Toninato makes, but he plays the game the way Quenville wants him to play, does a good job at that center position, um, chips in a little bit offensively. He's not, you know, totally bereft of any any offense. I mean, he's getting points. He's got his four goals, and uh, and he does a good job. He is he is a hard-nosed, relentless player and does work on the forecheck. And, you know, that line with the way Vetrano plays with his intensity and his speed, uh, it seems like, you know, they found a little something right now with those three guys. Uh, Mike Hoffman, of course, with a great shot and, and the intensity the other two play with. The other thing that both player and whoever made the decision, I don't know, I'm assuming it was just, you know, Joel Quenville coming up and making the call, but um, the experiment of Mark Pesek at forward has gone, we all have to say, and maybe even Joel Quenville, who figured let's try this, he would even say much better than anybody could have thought, really. Um, not only does Pesic do a decent job of just playing the game, but what I notice is it's all north-south. He is thinking defense first because he is a defenseman. And the incredible part of it is the offensive production. You know, he really didn't get points as a defenseman, but he's brought his offense to the forward position. And he was loving life the other night. He gets to set up Alexander Barkov for a goal. He's chipped in with a couple of goals, all of them driving to the net. Um, he had a breakaway. I forget which game it was. That was stopped, but he drew a penalty. So, 
you know, with Boyle settling in on that fourth line, and you know what Colton Sevier, uh, you know, can do just from a consistency standpoint. He's been picking up points as well. Right now, finally, it seems like they have found a little something with the lines. Now, obviously, that could change game to game, um, but it's good to see the compliments that are going, you know, on these lines right now. A worker like Nola Chari being on Trocek's line. And there's the other huge, huge factor for this team. If Vincent Trocek, the way he has played here the last little while, if that is now the Vincent Trocek they're going to get for the most part for the rest of the season, the final 35-plus games, it is very encouraging. He has been once again an impact player with his speed, uh, the, the shot, and you know what it seems like? It seems like Vincent Trocek's having a lot of fun again playing hockey for whatever reason. Um, you know, his own play, his line clicking, team doing pretty well. Um, he's enthusiastic. And after the game against Toronto, he grabbed Stanley C. Panthers' little ice ATV and started scooting around the ice. Let me tell you, I haven't seen that kind of, um, that kind of action, that kind of spunk from this Panther team really very often. So that, that was really great to see. And Alexander Barkov getting back on the score sheet as well. Uh, so it sets up pretty well. You know, there are no gimmies in this league. Uh, the worst teams in the NHL by the end of the year win 25 times. So there's no gimmies, but the Panthers have done a very good job this year against teams down in the standings. Um, you know, they've beaten the Devils the one time they played them. They're 4-0 against Ottawa and Detroit. Um, they, they, they've beaten San Jose. Uh, now they get L.A. and Detroit back-to-back, and then Minnesota, Chicago. You know, I know it's a lot to ask, but to me, if you're really going to be an impact team, win them all. I mean, you've won two in a row. Make it six in a row going into the All-Star break. And by the way, Minnesota is one of those places like Carolina and Pittsburgh. The Panthers always struggle. But, you know, you're healthy. You're getting rest. Um, and you really haven't gotten on a huge run yet. This would be the ideal time for this team to blow right through these games. But certainly, you know, you take one at a time. Uh, if you're going to be a playoff team, you know, a team like the L.A. Kings, which uh, besides Kopitar and a few others not having a real great year, uh, you got to take advantage and do the job at home and just be ready to play. You know, you get the feeling if this Panther team is ready to play and brings the intensity needed, they're going to be fine. So that's the update as of right now. A uh, little announcement, I will be going to the All-Star Game, working for Westwood One NBC Radio again uh, as the ringside reporter. So that'll be fun. I'll catch up to Jonathan Huberdeau there and hopefully uh, get a little interview with him and play that on the podcast with uh, so much going on with Huberdeau. You know, having the great year, one of the impact players now in the NHL, and now having the Panthers' all-time uh, scoring lead. Really didn't think he was going to do it this quickly. Figured he would do it sometime during the season, but... Wow, for Huberdeau to do, uh, to get the 60-plus points needed to pass Ole Jokinen, just remarkable. And by the way, Alexander Barkov's now in third place. So uh, these two are going to continue to rewrite all those Panthers record books. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the Goldie on Ice podcast. We'll be back with you soon. Once again, spread the word. Thanks for listening. Appreciate all the support, everybody watching the games. And I really think this team over the next few months, which has already played some Wild, exciting offensive hockey at the BB&T Center. Um, they, they, they've got a lot more in them. And the home games after the All-Star break, uh, you know, February 6th against Vegas, the 8th against the Penguins, 
really should be. Uh, and then the Flyers come in right after that, who the Panthers may be battling for for that final playoff spot. Um, really good action. And we also appreciate you watching the games on Fox Sports Florida. Let's get a word from our sponsors, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks. One-on-one concierge is your only stop needed for all of your home needs. Whether you're out of town, you need your home looked after, make sure there's things like no leaks or any home maintenance at all, Oscar and one-on-one concierge handle it with professional care. House projects, moving, organizing closets, running errands, they do it all. Call Oscar today at one-on-one, 954-439-1551. That's 954-439-1551 or check out the website, oneononeconcierge.com. Time to tell you about Ken Morris and Morris Southeast Group. We appreciate Ken being a supporter of the podcast right from the beginning. Now, for all you folks out there, if you own commercial real estate, if you're looking to lease or purchase, call Ken. He represents buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants. 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400 for Ken Morris. He's a class guy, a straight shooter, qualified and knowledgeable. He's the type of guy you want to do business with. And he's a South Florida guy with a great reputation. Again, it's Ken Morris and his group, which does an outstanding real estate job. 954-240-4400. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund children's cancer research and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDES and does so much for those families. So I encourage you to help out. Check out SIDES on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954 594 5763. That's 954-594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the SIDES Foundation. Orient and Associates Management Group is a prime subcontractor out of Hollywood, Florida. So all of you prime contractors out there, he provides any construction services needed. Call Orient and ONA today at 954 922 8660 online at com. They also handle hauling. If you have demolition waste, non-hazardous material, they handle your trucking needs. More than 25 years of experience, you can trust their professionalism. Again, it's 954-992-8660 for Orion and ONA Management. 